Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I am your host, Becky Easton, and I am glad you're here with me today. I'm gonna to talk a little bit about um, how you can potentially avoid capital gains tax upon selling real estate or a business uh, by using a charitable remainder trust. And so I do want to remind you again, I've said it a bunch of times before, but if you're new around here that unless we have an agreement in place to that effect, I'm not your lawyer. This is just general information I am giving out. So nothing I should um, I say should be construed as legal, financial, business or tax advice because I don't know your unique situation. Okay, so with that, Let's talk about capital gains and uh, charitable remainder trusts. So if you have a sale of real estate or assets coming up that will result in you owing some capital gains tax, you might want to consider setting up a charitable remainder trust first. If you think of it this way, now would you rather pay taxes and send your hard-earned money to the government? or use that same money to provide yourself with a lifetime of income and support your favorite charity at the same time. I think I know which one I would choose, at least. <laughs> so charitable remainder trusts offer a number of benefits to everyone who's involved. These trusts allow you to contribute to your most beloved charities while also generating a valuable extra source of income for the beneficiaries. And that can, um, that's something that can assist with retirement, paying off taxes, or it could be used for additional estate planning purposes. These kinds of trusts aren't for everyone, so you definitely wanna to speak to an attorney to see if a charitable remainder trust fits in with your planning goals. So how do these types of trusts work? Well, it's basically, it's called a split interest trust meaning that it provides financial benefits to both the charity and the non-charitable beneficiary. The non-charitable beneficiary can be your spouse, child, another heir, or even you. And when you set one up, you name a trustee, an income beneficiary or beneficiaries, and a charitable beneficiary. And then you contribute your appreciated asset to the trust and the trustee will sell, manage, and invest the asset or assets to produce income that's paid to the non-charitable beneficiary. Now, normally, the sale of these assets would generate capital gains taxes, but instead, you get a charitable deduction for the donation when you donate the assets to the charitable remainder trust, and the CRT doesn't pay capital gains tax upon the sale of the appreciated asset or assets, right? Sounds pretty win-win to me. And so after the sale of the appreciated assets, the cash generated is invested by the trustee and the non-charitable beneficiary receives income from the trust. It's paid out either annually, semi-annually, quarterly, monthly, or depending on however you set the trust up. And if income is not paid out, it can even just accumulate in the trust and not be subject to income tax, further growing in value. And then at the end of the non-charitable beneficiary's life, whatever assets remain, hence the term remainder trust, 
pass to the charity or charities named in the trust. The trustee can be yourself, a charity, another person, or even a third party entity like an attorney or a trust company or a bank. And since the trustee, if it's not you, is not only responsible for seeing that your wishes are properly carried out, but also for managing the trust assets in accordance with complex state and federal laws, it's vital that the trustee you select has experience with financial management and ideally with trust administration. So you can use the following types of assets to fund a charitable remainder trust. Publicly traded securities, some types of closely held stock, although CRTs can't hold S-Corp stock, um, real estate, and certain other complex assets. So if you think you have assets that might be useful for funding a CRT, you know, definitely give your personal and family lawyer a call to see if this might be a good fit for your estate planning goals. So there are two main types of charitable remainder trusts, both of which are based on your options for how the trust income is paid out. You have the charitable remainder annuity trust, a CRAT, or the charitable remainder unit trust, trust, or CRUT. And so with the beneficiary can receive an annual fixed payment using a charitable remainder annuity trust. And with that option, the income payments from the trust don't change regardless of the trust's investment performance. So with this type of trust, additional contributions to the trust aren't allowed. And then with the charitable remainder unit trust, the beneficiary is paid a fixed percentage of the trust's assets, and the payouts fluctuate depending on the trust's investment performance and value. And unlike their sister, the CRAT, additional contributions can be made to a CRUT. And then there are some tax benefits as well. CRUTs, are, or CRUTs and CRATs are primarily used to reduce taxes, so they come with some significant tax breaks. You can take a partial income tax deduction within the year the trust was created for the value of your donation. The partial tax deduction you receive is based on the trust's type and term, the projected income payments to the charitable beneficiaries, and interest rates set by the IRS, which are determined based on the growth rate of trust assets. And with that said, your deduction is limited to 30% of your adjusted gross income. And if the donation exceeds that limit, you can also carry over any excess into subsequent tax returns for up to five years. And again, profits from appreciated assets sold by the trustee aren't subject to capital gains taxes while they're in the trust. Plus, when the trust assets finally pass to the charity, that donation won't be subject to estate taxes either. Such hefty tax breaks can seriously add up. So if you have the means to set such a trust up, they can be quite beneficial for all parties involved. So if you think such a trust might be right for you, definitely meet with an attorney to discuss your options. It is important to note that beneficiaries will pay income tax on income from the CRT at the time it's distributed. And whether that tax is capital gains or ordinary income depends on where the income came from. And distributions of principal would be tax-free. Now, these types of trusts come with very specific and complex requirements surrounding their creation, operation, 
and the responsibilities of the trustee. So if you're considering setting up a charitable remainder trust, it is vital that you consult 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 with a lawyer experienced with such trusts because if you have highly appreciated assets you'd like to sell while minimizing tax impact maximizing income and benefiting charity give us a call or call another personal family lawyer near you to help you determine the best way to achieve your charitable objectives while maximizing your tax savings and other financial benefits. If this is something that you feel you would like to discuss further with me and you're in Arizona or Colorado, you can hop on my calendar for a 15 minute call by calling my front desk at 480-999-4455 or going directly to bit.ly forward slash call Easton Law. And if you're not in Arizona or Colorado, you can find a personal family lawyer near you by going to personalfamilylawyer.com. Now this content and other, um, other content just like it, uh, it can also be found on our blog, which is available at familywealthsecrets.eastonlawpllc.com. And every week we're posting uh, one or two articles to um, you know, keep you apprised on um, estate planning and business matters that may be of interest to you. And I also talk about them um, on here as well. And if you wanted to sign up to receive our newsletter every week, you could do that by heading over to our links page which is available at kpp.eastonlawpllc.com forward slash links, L-I-N-K-S. And there's a bunch of good information there. Actually, um, a lot of our free resources are available, um, access to our kids protection planning website, access to um, a, a quick audit a 20 point checklist to see how your business is doing um, and then also uh, links to a couple different estate planning trainings and, and everything so go to sign up for the newsletter stay for all the additional uh, resources um, that are available there on our links page and um, also through our website at eastonlawpllc.com and I suppose that's about it for today. I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you again for listening in. This has been Family Wealth and Other Musings, and I'm your host, Becky Easton.